following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is how to avoid unpleasant surprises when you're buying or selling your home and getting your mortgage. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post with podcast at jogarner.com. Call us while we're live today, May 8th, 2021 at 901-535-9732. Real estate attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman will be walking you through some items to double check to avoid negative surprises on your real estate closing. I'm going to be sharing some customer stories and running through a checklist of things to consider when when you're getting a mortgage. We hope the items we cover today can save you a lot of time, a lot of energy, and lots of money. Back in the Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio, <clears throat> we have real estate attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm. My clients and our team over at the mortgage office are so impressed with you guys and how you help clear up title issues and all kinds of things. Rob and Shelley, take a few moments to tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves and what you do for your clients. Thank you so much, Joe. It's uh, great to be back here in the studio with you. And uh, uh, I'm Rob Drawn with, like you said, with Griffin, Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer. And uh, we work with clients every day that are buying, selling, and refinancing property in Tennessee. And I'm licensed in Mississippi as well. So uh, thanks for having us. And this is Shelley. Glad to be back, Joe. Thank you for having us here. My name is Shelley Rothman. I've been in the real estate uh, transaction closing business for about 35 years. Now, I started when I was about 10 years old. (laughs) And to me, I mean, we like to work closely with our clients, help you alleviate any anxiety, explain the process, explain what we do, and get you through a very smooth and wonderful and awesome closing. Well, you guys just have a great reputation and, and uh, work really well together and problem solve. That's the important thing. But, you know, can you think of a time when you committed to do something or buy something that uh, was really risky or expensive? Well, I can think of a number of times, and one of those was buying a home. That was a little bit stepping out there of the comfort zone a while back. Well, whenever you are undertaking something expensive, and you have a lot on the line. It just feels so comforting to know that you have friends in the business that can offer some guidance on your journey. Well, today, I want to be that friend that you have in the mortgage business. I know Shelly and Rob uh, are your friends in the business when it comes to real estate law. Well, in the mortgage business, the most common areas that people experience snafus are these four. Number one, credit. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show. There are some fairly fast ways, though, that you can adjust some items on your credit to give give a boost to your credit scores. The higher your score, the lower interest rate cost that you pay on a mortgage. Number two, income to qualify for the mortgage. I plan to share a story later in the show as an example, and that kind of give you an idea how that works. Number three is assets. 
not enough qualified assets to get approval for closing can be a snafu. Remember that you cannot use unsecured loans like credit cards to close on your home. Any large deposits that appear on your bank statements, you're going to need to show the paper trail leading back to its source. All is not lost, though. Call me and we can talk off the air if you have a situation you need to go over. Number four, appraisals. The fourth most common area that can cause negative surprises on a mortgage is the appraisal on the home. If the appraiser, obviously you want at least the value you need to make the deal work. You need to come in at a value that's going to be acceptable. But sometimes the appraiser can note on the appraisal uh, repair items And when these repair items concern the structure, security, or sanitation of the home, mortgage underwriters tend to want these repair items fixed before closing. Here's some examples. A bad roof, missing shingles, rotted wood, peeling paint, malfunctioning electrical, plumbing, heating and air conditioning, broken tile, broken windows, holes in the sheetrock, drainage problems, doors that don't function properly. Those are some of the items that can be problematic. But I want to share a real quick story before we go back over to Rob and Shelley. Uh, Mr. and Ms. Lancaster, that's not their real names, but they found a house in the country and close to other family members. And it had a perfect layout for enjoying their retirement with a bonus room for entertaining their grandchildren when they came to visit. The property was priced well below the other homes, and this made it more affordable to the Lancasters on their their fixed income. It was truly a needle in the haystack. But the flaw in the arrangement was that there was rotted wood that needed to be replaced, quite a bit of it, and painted, and there were some fixes that needed to be made on the electrical systems. The Lancasters were in a catch-22 the mortgage company would not allow them to close on the home until the repairs were done, but they couldn't make the repairs until they owned the house. So what was the solution? For them, an FHA 203K renovation and repair loan. And even with the price they paid for the home and the cost of the repairs, the home was worth quite a bit more than they had to spend. The Lancasters had quite a celebration day at closing and bragging rights when they went home to their new digs. But that's just some examples of ways to get around unpleasant surprises when you're getting your mortgage. But when you're buying a home or refinancing a home, there are some snafus you want to avoid. And Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Griffincliff Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm here in Memphis are here to help us walk through those. So, you know, we've got um, got two or three minutes. Why don't y'all go ahead and start into some of some of your points? Yeah, and I want to start by saying on your um, the way you helped out the Lancasters, it takes a, a an experienced loan officer or somebody in the business to know that those different products and possibilities are available because the borrowers don't know that. This is not what they do. This is what you do. Okay, we each have our own niche. So when somebody does have an, an issue like that or a question, bring it to your team. Okay, and hopefully we will all be part of your team. Um, one of the things that's quite important for your closing is money to close. If you're purchasing or refinancing your home, chances are good that you're going to need to have some money at the closing. If the funds, the funds will need to be wired to the closing agent um, to be held in escrow prior to the closing. You need to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. This can become 
quite anxiety inducing <laughs> if it becomes an issue at the last minute. <laughs> so our tip on that is if you must transfer money from an investment account or from one account to another or your bank is in another state, start working on it right away. Plan ahead. Discuss this with your loan officer because they need to verify the account that the funds for closing are coming from. Right. We've had several transactions where the buyer relocated here or just came in from a different state to attend closing and did not plan ahead. They did not move their bank accounts from another state. Um, And now in this environment, most banks will not let you wire funds without being physically present to identify yourself. On one occasion, uh, a buyer had to drive eight hours just to initiate the wire for closing. Oh, my goodness. Right. And then they had to drive back and close two days later. Because you have to do that in person. You have to do it in person. Now, there's a couple of them that will let you do it online, but don't, don't assume that they will. So please make sure the bank that you will be wiring funds from has a local presence. And if not, just contact them well in advance of closing to see what your options are. If this is done in a timely manner, the funds can make it to closing. Don't hesitate to call your loan officer or call one of us for advice on handling this. It can be very stressful and don't wait until a day or two before closing. Yeah, got to do it like a week before closing or more. So that's some great points. Shelly Rothman of Griffin Cliff to Everton and Mashmire. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman will be giving you more legal tips on how to avoid unpleasant surprises when buying or selling a home and getting a mortgage. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46 Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. Names are changed and minute details on stories shared on Real Estate Mortgage Shop to protect privacy. Hi, I'm Janelle Holloway with Ego Hollow Enterprises. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I'd love to be on your journey as your lender. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. I would love to hear your story. You can call me 901 482 You can find me at Sierra Pacific Mortgage here in the, the uh, Memphis area. And in the studio, we have some very great guests. I love having them. It is real estate attorneys Shelley Rothman and Rob Drawn of Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire. And Shelley and Rob, how do we contact you guys? You can call us at 901-752-1133, or you can send me an email at rob, R-O-B, at G-C-E-M-Law.com, and Shelley. You can send me an email at Shelly, S-A-G-L-L-E-Y, at 
gcemlaw.com. All right. Today we're talking about how to avoid unpleasant surprises when buying or selling your home and getting your mortgage. And uh, well, we're going to take a moment here and do something we like to do every now and then. It's the Talk Shop Business Tip for Real Estate Pros. Talk shop. It's time to talk. Talk. It's time to talk shop with Talk Shop's business tip for real estate professionals. And Talk Shop is a marketing company. We offer free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business or in health and wellness. Talk Shop is made possible by the financial support of its sponsors. And for more about Talk Shop, go to Talk. S-H-O-P-P-E dot com, TalkShop.com. For our Talk Shop business tip today, we have uh, sponsor Leanne Morse of All Things New, helping you organize your estate sale, your move to a different place, and other life transitions. Leanne Morse of All Things New. You are getting some great testimonies for the people from the people we have referred to you from Talk Shop. You say um, you say that you care, and we know that you care, and you're also very thorough. Leanne Morse of All Things New, what is our Talk Shop business tip for real estate pros today? Well, good morning, Joe, and thank you for having me on the show with you all. Um, the, I'll say the number one comment I get from every client um, is they'll say, I had no idea I had this much stuff in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they, it just hides in closets and, you know, like little spaces and just comes out from underneath the woodwork. But um, <laughs> my tip for any listener today that's planning to move or downsize is start preparing now. Just like you um, want to prepare your finances, also prepare your home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, begin in an area of your house that you use the least, like the attic or a bedroom, and touch everything in that room. Sort those items into three different categories, um, a category of keep, give away uh, to family or friends, and then the final discard or donate. And then work through each room till you get to the kitchen. And um, if you think you want to do an estate sale, set the discard and donate stuff aside, and it will help you recoup some of your moving costs when you have the estate Ooh, sale. That's and, good. Yeah. So that's a huge way because people think those little things don't add up and the little things are what sell the most at estate sales. <laughs> um, that is crazy. But if I can throw in one more comment too, sure. to what Shelly was saying just a few minutes ago, um, I worked with a client that had put a freeze on a credit report and it took them days to get that freeze off. Mm-hmm. Um, it was horrible. The poor lady sat and made call after call after call trying to figure out how to make it happen. And it was just a very daunting process, which slowed her down in the process of going through the house with us <clears throat> to move and to decide what she wanted to keep and what she wanted to get rid of. It was just um, hard to watch her go through that. And she even had a financial, um, I'll say a credit union that she worked with, and they were even trying to call the people to get the freeze removed. Oh, my it goodness. It was awful. Wow. Every so, now and then you do yeah, have that happen. about all those things. Yeah. Well, Leanne Morris of All Things New, we appreciate you being a sponsor of Talk Shop and sponsoring our show, Real Estate Mortgage Shop. How do we contact you if we need your organizational skills in our home, our office? How do we contact you if we need help on an estate sale or just making a move? Um, you can reach me on my phone. It's 901-488-9733. That's 901-488-9733. Thank you, Leanne Morse of All Things New. And we're going to pivot back now to 
Shelley Rothman and Rob Drawn of Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire. We're continuing our topic on how to avoid unpleasant surprises. All right. Thank you, Joe. And Shelley was talking earlier about uh, the funds you need for closing and uh, wiring those funds to your closing attorney. And so, unfortunately, something we're still having to deal with on a daily basis is wire fraud. So just be aware of this and, and make sure that you're in touch with your closing attorney and that you know their procedures for receiving their wiring instructions and for sending that wire. What we do at our office is we send an encrypted email with our wiring instructions and we actually leave off part of the account number so that way the client has to call us uh, and verify those instructions before they're able to send funds. Uh, But just be aware that that is unfortunately still happening and and if you get emails with wiring instructions you can't necessarily trust that. You need to make sure you're verifying over the phone with a number that you've verified as well uh, to talk to them about those instructions. Let me add one thing as well. Once you do receive wiring instructions from our firm and you have verified them, they will not change. So if you receive wiring instructions from us, you have verified them as correct, and then you suddenly get wiring instructions for the closing from anywhere that might even look like our email address that is not identical to what you received before, call us. Don't pay attention to what you got. Just call us. Just call the number on your home purchase contract because usually right. the realtor will write it on there. Don't take, don't, don't trust an email. Don't even trust a phone call. That's right. Uh, another topic with funds is is gift funds. A lot of times, a, a buyer, maybe a new couple getting their first home, a family member may help them with gift funds. And that's great. It can help them with their down payment or their closing costs. Just make sure that if you're going through this, uh, that you talk to your lender about it and have that approved. And also that they tell you the procedure for for sending those gift funds. Usually the lender is going to want the donor of the gift funds to send that directly to the closing attorney. Uh, Just in the last two weeks, I've had two closings where they got delayed because the gift funds were sent directly to the buyer uh, instead of to me. And uh, I don't know if that just wasn't explained to them correctly or not, but just make sure that if you're receiving gift funds, that you're going through the proper procedures and that's approved by your uh, so that way you don't have to uh, delay your closing. We had a couple that was trying to move in. They had their mover scheduled and they had to move their closing off a couple days. So you don't want to go through that. Um, what about, um, so uh, you're right about the gift funds. I mean, we do have to verify that and we do have to verify it early, not the day before closing. Right. So a very good point there. And you guys were also going to talk about title. That's right. There are quite a few issues that can Uh, come up on your title to the property that can delay closing. People are not aware of certain things that show up, whether you're the buyer, the seller, or you're refinancing. Judgments, federal tax liens, bankruptcies can delay, complicate, and in some instances prevent your closing from taking place altogether. So when I call people and I say, I have a little matter I need to talk to you about, And then they say, mind your own business. (laughs) How did you find that out about me? How did you know that? And why are you asking me these questions? I have to explain to them, um, yeah, I'm representing you. This is a matter of public record, and it affects your title to the property. Okay? So what we do is we examine those titles in advance, and we may reach out and say we've got a question Many, many, many times the judgment will turn up on somebody (coughs) with potentially a similar name, and it won't be our person. Most of the time, it's not our person. So if somebody calls and says, I need the last four digits of your social security number, once you know it's really a legit call from one of us, yeah, we need that to verify it is not you. 
So a quick note, if you are in arrears or on a payment plan with the IRS or the state, you may have a lien filed against you that you are not even aware of. We've had to call clients to notify them that the liens were filed and they couldn't close without being released. Those aren't fun calls for us to make. (laughs) No. And frequently it embarrasses the client, even though it's not necessary to be embarrassed. I mean, life happens and it's very, very common. So if you have an outstanding issue, it's okay to call your closing attorney to discuss it. We can check the records. We can see if it's out there. Better to find out in advance than at the last minute. It's better to do it early on so it can be addressed in a timely manner and not delay the closing process. Non-judgment zone, nothing to be embarrassed about. Awesome. That's Shelley Rothman with Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmire. Rob Drawn with Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmire Real Estate Attorneys. How do we contact you guys? Uh, we can be called at area code 901 752 You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? We're going to be talking more about how to fix credit problems, income qualifying, appraisals, money to close when we come back. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. I'm Troy McDonald. And I'm Lynn McDonald. With, with the Aaron, Aaron McDonald Insurance, Insurance Agency. From Memphis, Tennessee. And you're listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and uh, we're talking about how to avoid unpleasant surprises when buying or selling your home or getting your mortgage. I'm Joe Garner. I'm a mortgage loan officer, and I'd love to be yours. I would love to hear your story. You can call me. I'd love to hear your story the old-fashioned way. Just call me on the phone, 901-482-0354. Or connect with me at jogarner.com. And in the studio, we have the experts to help us avoid unpleasant surprises when it comes to the real estate closing. And we have Shelley Rothman and Rob Drawn of Griffin, Clift, Everton, and Mashmire. How do we contact you guys? You can call us at 901-752-1133. All right. For your real estate closing, buying a home, selling a home, refinancing a home they're they're your friends in the business okay so we're talking about how to avoid unpleasant surprises and we talked earlier in the show about the four major areas where these unpleasant surprises happen one was credit one was income qualification one was assets not having enough qualified assets to close and the fourth one was appraisal I want to talk for a minute about credit. Now, I'm not a licensed credit repair person. I direct my clients to the credit bureaus for final corrections or fixes. And there's no guarantees, of course, 100% of the time. But I'm sharing with you based on close observation and study of um, the effects of what you can do on your credit. And I've been doing this for quite a while. So number one is make your payments on time. I I think everybody knows that. Don't let them go over 30 days late, especially not right before closing. You know, I've heard people say, well, I was going to close my I was going to close my mortgage by the end of the month. But, you know, we went past it, but I didn't make my mortgage payment. Not good because you're going to have a 30 day late 
and that can kill your deal. So careful on that. If a creditor is contacting you about a collection account, you need to go ahead and pay it as soon as possible if the creditor is contacting you. You don't want that to appear suddenly on your credit report while you're trying to qualify for a mortgage. Never use more than 30% of your credit card limits. If you had a $1,000 credit limit on a credit card, you would never, ever, for any reason, at any time during the month, want that usage or that balance to go over $300. Never let it go over 30%. Because when when they report, and the credit bureaus only report once a month, if they're reporting a usage under 30%, it's actually going to put some points on the board for you on your credit score. If you're only using 10%, it's going to put even more points on the board for you. But here's a shocker. Even though you are making the payments perfectly on time, if you're using over 50% of your usage, so if you had a $1,000 credit limit, and oh my goodness, they reported $510 usage on there, it's going to take points away from your score, quite a number of points, even though you're making the payment on time. So always keep your usage very low. Stay away from 12 months, same as cash accounts. Most of the time, these type accounts are scored as maxed out revolving accounts. And I've seen accounts drop someone's score by more than 100 points. Wow. You do not want that to happen right before you close because mortgage companies do soft pulls. Right before you close, and if they see that credit score is dropped, it can cause an unpleasant surprise. So, in other words, Joe, what you're saying is nobody should go out and finance that furniture before closing. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) That's right. And I've had people call and say, what am I supposed to do, move into an empty house? (laughs) Yes. Yes, that is correct. Exactly. (laughs) Set up a a cot and bring your toothbrush. (laughs) But uh, here's another one. I'm going to tell a quick story about funds to close, because nowadays, especially, you need to already have your funds to close in the account where you're going to take it out to to send to the closing attorney, you already need to have that done a few days before closing and not waiting till the last minute or or saying, oh, well, at the last minute, I switched money out of my 401k and put it in my bank account because my 401k account wouldn't send a cashier's check or a wire to the closing attorney. Well, you need to have that already done several days ahead and the lender already needs to have that money from the 401k verified in your account where you're going to send to the... um, closing. But I want to tell a quick story about Dudley Dundermeister. Now, don't do what Dudley did, okay? (laughs) Um, This happened before the TRID guidelines, so back then we we could verify funds right up until uh, an hour before closing. We can't do that anymore, but here's a quick story, and this happened several years ago, (laughs) and this is a case where the best-made plans of mice and men go awry. And so, Mr. Dundermeister, that's not his real name, him and his wife had scrimped and sacrificed to save several thousand dollars they needed to close on a house that they had been having built for the last six months. It was a week before closing, and Dudley's wife decided to go out of town to see some relatives. Dudley's cousin didn't want Dudley to be sitting at home alone, so he invited him to join him for a little fun down at the Tunica Gambling Resorts. You can make double your money, man, his cousin was claiming. Well, Dudley called me the next morning. His voice was low and trailed off when he said he he needed to tell me something. Well, my loan officer instincts told me 
I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> well, Dudley sheepishly started on his story of how he and his cousin took off down to Tunica while his wife was out of town to double the money on the house fund. In short, he lost it all. We were a week out from closing, and he did not have the money to close. What are we going to do now? He moaned. When I mentioned that we should talk with his wife to see if she had some ideas on where to get the money, Dudley jumped in and blurted out, Miss Joe, you can't tell my wife. If you tell my wife, there won't be any closing because I'll be dead. (laughs) Well, you have a good point, I thought. Well, then the next call Dudley made was to his cousin to figure out where to get the funds because if Dudley's wife found out about the gambling fiasco, cousin Dundermeister's, he he knew his head would be on the chopping block too. (laughs) Well, cousin Dundermeister had a spark of inspiration that very day and informed Dudley that he could get Dudley some money from an investment, but he could only get a paltry portion of it once a day, which he did right up until the morning of closing. Now, this is before TRID when we could verify funds an hour before closing. We can't do that now. But it was a great relief to get the source of all the gift funds from Dudley's cousin verified properly. Dudley's wife did not know about the misdeeds of her husband, at least at the moment of closing. I don't know what happened after that. Well, I I do have to say that I respect Dudley for picking up the phone and calling you in advance. Yes, to get it dealt with, because that goes that goes back to my saying, hey, call, right. talk to us, talk right. to your loan officer. Nothing's too embarrassing. We've, we've pretty much seen and heard it all. And with mm-hmm. the right assistance and the right team, you can get through it just like right. Dudley did. Just we like we, Dudley. We but don't no. know where Dudley is now, <laughs> no. but, you know, we got them <laughs> closed, <laughs> right? Well, I've got another story to tell. And now this is about making your payments on time and why it's so important that you continue to do so during the mortgage process. Even though you know you're paying off the mortgage, you still need to make that mortgage on time. You still still need to make all of your payments on time. I want to talk, call this story Timothy Trickster's story, creating a way to suddenly have enough funds to close without saving any of it. Now, as a mortgage loan officer, I can assure you, we can't make this stuff up. This is <laughs> stuff really happened. Don't be like my nightmare client a few years ago who promised us he would have the money to close, even though it was not in his bank account. All the parties to the contract knew we could not verify any funds from this borrower, but everyone chose to hang in there and see if his income would truly cover what was needed at the end of the month as the borrower promised. It was the first week of the following month, only a few days away from closing, and his old credit report had expired. We pulled an updated credit report, and we discovered the source of his extra funds. He just didn't make the payments on any of his bills and assumed we could use this money to pay down on his new home. Don't do this. Don't, don't, don't do this. By letting his bills go over 30 days late that last month, it dropped his scores, credit scores over 100 points, and he could no longer qualify for this mortgage to purchase his home. So make sure you pay your bills on time every month, especially on the mortgage. Here's another one real quick, another story. This is don't change jobs. This goes back to income. Talking about income now. You have to show stable income. You have to show uh, that... um, that the money that you're making is what you stated on the loan application. You have to show that you've averaged this money uh, over the year. So if there's a drop in there where maybe you had some time off or something, you have to tell your loan officer up front. 
Don't even change the way you are paid from your job. Albert Abbott was freshly out of the military with a job as a new hire. The salary wasn't great, but hey, at least he could qualify for the mortgage to buy the home he wanted. As as our mortgage team was processing Albert's mortgage papers, we noticed that in the middle of the loan process, Albert had switched from a salaried employee where the employer, you know, withholds the federal income taxes and other deductions, he had switched over to a 1099 subcontractor position. Well, as a 1099 worker, the employer no longer withheld federal taxes and other deductions. Now that Albert Albert was self-employed, he would have to pay his own taxes because he was now self-employed. When I asked Albert about the switch from being an employee to being self-employed with this as a contractor, he said, well, Joe, it's because I can make a whole lot more money doing that. Well, his eyes bulged out when I informed him that the government mortgage program he wanted would not allow us to count any of his self-employment income until he had been on that job for two years to set up a track record. Well, in this case, Albert decided less is more and arranged with his employer to return him to employee status. Even though he was making less money, at least he could qualify. So some of my mortgage clients who have been self-employed for two years or more, they still have problems getting qualified for their mortgage loan. But we have ways that we start at the back of the tax return and move forward. There are things for true self-employed people that we can add back to your income from expenses. So connect with me at jogarner.com. I'm Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. I'm Mary Lou Novak from Home Helpers in Memphis and the Mid-South area. And you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. Yeah, keep fighting that fight. Keep playing each night. You're doing it. You're doing it right. You're doing it right. You're going to be all right. You got friends in the business. I want to be your friend in the business, in the mortgage business. And we've got... Uh, Shelly Rothman and Rob Drawn of Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire in the studio, Real Estate Mortgage Shop studio. And they're your friends when it comes to real estate law. Whenever you're doing a big deal like that, it's always great to have friends in the business. Shelly and Rob, how do we contact you guys? Our phone number is 901-752-1133. Yes, we want to be your friends, too. Yes, and you are. You have been to many of my clients. We're talking about how to avoid unpleasant surprises when buying or selling your home and getting your mortgage. We're going to take a moment and do something we like to do every week. It is the Real Estate Tip of the Week. And Shelly, I believe you and Rob have the Real Estate Tip of the Week. We sure do. It is plan, plan, plan. Do not panic over anything. Do not be embarrassed to ask any questions. Talk to us. Talk to your lender. Talk to your realtor. If you have any questions, if you have a change in circumstances prior to your closing, it is 99.9% certain that we've heard the question and dealt with the issue or similar issue in the past, and it is certainly a no-judgment loan. Your team is there you. Right. We are there to help you. We are there to assist you through the process and try to help you through any anxiety or angst, make it as pleasant and smooth as possible. So with all of the tips that you receive today, you're learning to plan, 
check for your wires, make sure title is good. Don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions at all. There is no such thing as a silly question. Yes. And another tip, just to make sure you know who needs to attend that closing. So spouses are a big issue that can come up. Uh, Even if your spouse is not in title or maybe the spouse is not a borrower on the loan, they still may need to attend the closing. So make sure that you're talking to your closing attorney and your loan officer about that uh, before you schedule that closing. And using powers of attorney or another issue that can come up along those lines. If If you have power of attorney for somebody, that's great. It still needs to be approved by your lender and uh, and uh, by the closing attorney. And we need to get a copy before closing, and we'll need to have the original of that because a lot of times we'll need to record that. So don't just assume that you can use a power of attorney for closing. Uh, make sure that that gets approved and, and uh, authorized by your lender. <clears throat> Very good. Well, I've got some announcements real quick, and then we're going to slip back over to... Uh, to Rob and Shelley, but Talk Shop is our sponsor for Real Estate Mortgage Shop Radio Show, and Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate business or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m., and you can find out more about those events by going to Talk Shop, that's Talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com, TalkShop.com, then click the Events tab. You're going to see our virtual Zoom website there. And this Wednesday, May 12th, 2021, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Time, builder Bruce Upchurch presents what's happening with home construction and how to find a quality builder. Talk shop events are free thanks to our sponsors like Brett Carter of Service Master by Cornerstone. When you get a surprise flood or fire or biohazard in your home or office, don't go it alone. Call cornerstone to get your place restored like new call brett carter at 901-624-9200 thank you also to realtor pat goldstein of cry like realtors the gold standard in real estate she serves her home buyers home sellers in west tennessee north mississippi contact pat goldstein at 901-606-2000 Let's honor our mothers this Mother's Day weekend. What can you do to give the mother in your life a very special, positive surprise? Subscribe. You can get Real Estate Mortgage Shop Weekly podcast. We'll throw the show notes in there for you. You can subscribe at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a couple quotes for you from the quote corner about surprises. Here's one. Seeing a spider isn't a problem. It becomes a problem when the spider disappears. That's from quotesgram.com. Here's another one. As much as you want to plan your life, it is a way of surprising you. It has a way of surprising you with unexpected things that will make you happier than you originally planned. That's from InkyQuotes.com, and I've got one more I just want to throw in. I always knew I'd get old. How fast it happened was a bit of a surprise, though, so that's from Anonymous. I want to turn it back over to uh, Shelley Rothman, Rob Drawn, Griffin Clift Everton, and Mashmeyer. They are uh, real estate attorneys, friends in the business. Okay, thank you, Joe. Just a couple more things um, we want to touch on to make your experience uh, more pleasant and to avoid any unpleasant surprises. 
um, frequently when we're looking at somebody's title to for a refinance or even for the sale, we will turn up in that title exam two mortgages. Well, we've already reached out to that person and said, please give us the information to order the payoff, and they will give us the information for one mortgage payoff. We reach back out once we get that title search in and see that there are two mortgages on it, and they are often shocked and amazed. Um, <laughs> not pleasantly. <laughs> because that, not pleasantly, um, because they said, but that's just a line of credit with the bank. Well, a home equity line of credit is secured by your real estate. Even if you're just using a, a, a debit card or a checkbook to access it, it is a lien on your home. So please don't be surprised. Um, that's another thing that you can look into and plan on ahead of time is to review your title or talk to your attorney to say, hey, can you take a quick look at this and make sure there's nothing out there that's going to be a surprise to me? And we are glad to do that. And um, one other thing I wanted to bring up briefly is more and more over the years, we're seeing property that is titled in people's trusts. Please be prepared to yep. provide us with a copy of the trust agreement so we can verify that the trustee or determine who is authorized to sign on the behalf of the trust. Thank you. Well, I tell you what, you covered a lot of ground today. Shelly Rothman and Rob Drawn of Griffin Clift, Everton and Mashmire. How do we contact you guys again? 901-752-1133. Looking forward to hearing from you. And I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and I would love to be yours. I'd love to be on your journey, whether you're buying a home or refinancing. Right now, rates are extremely low. It's a great time to buy a house, and we can cover some special strategies with you to help you be more competitive. Cash out refinance to remodel your home or cash out refinance to do another project or just lowering the rate and shortening the term. It's an awesome opportunity. Let's take it together. And you can contact me. I'd love to hear your story, 901-482-0354. And you can also subscribe, of course. We'd love to stay in touch with you every week on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And you can do that by going to jogarner.com. We've loved hanging out with you today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We want to hear from you during the week. So don't be shy. Give us a call. And we will see you guys coming up next week. Yeah.